if you start getting emotional, that's, that's usually where everything starts falling apart. So the more calm you can be in those situations, the more rational you can think or behave or react to whatever is going to come towards you. You have anything else to add to that? No, I think I cover them all. Once again, like learning to fight is one of those, it's the ace on the sleep that you always want to have. This is a conversation between friends. None of what is said here should be taken as legal advice. We are not experts in any way. Take what resonates and leave the rest. Welcome back, everybody, uh, to Shots of Info. This is Mike. That topics for today include on, we have on foundations, why learn how to fight. Uh, fitness, how long can we go without water? My bad, without eating and without food, to be specific. And finance, red ocean versus blue oceans and some updates for the week. All right, let's get it started. So why do you think we should learn how to fight? Why is that important? Right, so we talked a little bit about this topic in the past, right? Um, <clears throat> so there's a couple things at play. One, it's a discipline. Two, yeah. it's an exercise, right? And three, it's just useful, honestly. And, you know, it kind of depends on which style you decide to learn first. For me, like the first thing that I ended up learning was Taekwondo. Uh, and that's when I was, say, like seven, eight years old. I wouldn't stay fully committed to the principle or the practice, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, as for what it was in terms of that timing, it was really, well, the reason why I wanted to learn was because I watched, uh, I think it was a Jackie Chan movie, maybe. And for some reason, it just hooked me. And then I just decided, that, you know, fuck it. I want to go learn how to do something. But I believe with Jackie Chan, it might be karate. I don't I'm not 100% sure. Right, yeah. Uh, but in any case, yeah. It was just a cool thing to learn when I was young. But as I got older and, you know, situations kind of presented themselves and where I was potentially in a dangerous situation or not even in a dangerous situation, but maybe just what uh, a sport that's come into prominence is a uh, UFC right? mm-hmm. um, or MMA. Um, you, just, you just see like how skillful and masterful these people are with just using their bodies and, dominating other people and you never know when the situation might present itself in your life where you should know how to fight in order to either win a situation or de-escalate a situation but because you never did you end up getting yourself in a really bad situation where this other person can just absolutely hit you with anything you don't know how to defend yourself and that's it you can get killed get in a coma whatever so yeah, no, that's where I'm standing on that. Are you showing your muscles now? No, 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 it's just super hot right now. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah. So I definitely agree with you that fighting is one of those things that, you know, you don't know when you are going to use it, but it's one of those things. It's like that ace under your sleeve that you want to have uh, throughout your life, like as you, especially as you get older and you, you have sisters or you have a wife or girlfriend or whatever, it becomes very important to self-protection as well, like for you mm-hmm. yourself. Now, similar with you, I started with Taekwondo. I did Taekwondo on summer, on a summer. What belt? What belt did you get up to? No, I did only a summer. Did I you did like answer? summer, summer, summer. Like every summer, that was something that I, I used to do with my sister. So there was no belts or anything like that? 
No, I did have the white belt, but never like. You only had the white belt. Damn, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I we were a white belt. I was a green belt. That means if we were fighting when we were young, I would have kicked your ass. Probably yeah, but uh, then I move over here, and that's when I decided to go with Shotokan Karate, and then I reach a uh, purple belt, if I'm not mistaken. Nice. Anyway, all right. So the reason why I I actually used to like fighting movies and like like you like Jackie Chan was one of my uh, favorite movies. Uh, mm-hmm. Jet, um, Jet Li, I don't know if you remember. Mm-hmm. Bruce, wait, Jet Li? Yeah, Jet Li. Bruce Lee Jet was Lee, definitely Lee. one of my favorite ones. Mm-hmm. And another one was Jean Claude Van Damme. I used to mm-hmm. love his movies. It used to be the shit, but yeah. So I always liked the, the art, like martial arts, like any, any ways possible. So I really wanted to learn and I put time here. And eventually, I, I grow up also. I still want to, like, learn mixed martial arts uh, when the time comes, you know. It will be, like you said, it's it's healthy. It's useful. <laughs> it's useful. And you don't know when you're going to need it. But yes. Another thing, too, is that you can teach uh, your loved ones also. Like, little things that you might have learned and picked up. For example, like, Honestly, to, uh, today I was walking with my sister, right, uh, from the gym, and I was telling her, like, some little tricks of self-defense. I was like, yo, whenever you're, like, you know, walking walking um, alone, you got to do this and that. For example, one of the things that I always tell her is that carry a, a half-empty half water bottle, you know, the, the water bottles, because with the cab, you can literally park anywhere, and that shit hurts. And because it's water, it's a little bit heavier or like keys, or a pen, or whatever. And, you know, I always tell her, like, a strike to the, to the, this area right here. Yeah, the throat. throat. So he enables, like, the movement, and then on the crunch, if he's a man, and that's going to hurt. And then just run away. Because, you mm-hmm. know, that way you don't want to, like, continue fighting. If you Yeah, and that's, that's one of the principles, right? Like, at first, you're, the first thing you should do is try to get out, get away from the situation. That's usually what most people would teach you. Most senseis or most instructors are like, if the situation is there, if you can escape or get out of there, do that first. Because, again, you never know what the situation could be. Like, this person may seem like, let's say you're at a bar or something and they're just drunk and they're just be starting to become an asshole and they're just pointing all their attention to you. At first, it could just start off with like them doing minor pushing or whatever the case might be. But eventually, it can turn to something more physical, right? Where you, like, he really starts pushing you, shoving you, really like pushing you up against a wall or something. And next thing you know, this guy might have a weapon, right? Could be a knife, could be a gun, could be something. Or it could be like a, a bottle. He fucking breaks a bottle and now he, uses, he shatters the glass. That way he can shank you with that. So you never know. So that's why usually running away is the first option if that's the possibility absolutely like we don't live in the movies like you know how in the movies you go like hey uh wow like some crazy <laughs> shit um but the actors you know they practice that whereas us this is real life our life is on a stake so you have to analyze the situation what can you do if you can run usually this this is something what um with i grew up with like in ecuador they used to tell me like whenever you're in trouble whenever you're getting robbed run to the nearest deli or a store close by mm-hmm. and call the police or somebody that you know. And usually that always on my head, you know, like if somebody's following me, I'd be like, oh, where can I run? 
you gotta be aware of your surroundings. That's very important when it comes like this. And all these little like uh, strategies, or all this awareness or these senses that you start developing, it becomes when you start learning to fight. Because mm-hmm. they not only teach you self-defense, but they also teach you to be aware and to kind of be, you know, calm. You gotta be calm. Whatever situation you get into and that is getting violent, if you contradict, you kind of like being part of the situation and you're just escalating it a little bit more. So sometimes you just gotta breathe in, breathe out. Listen, whatever they say, this is the way that I put it. So if they're like throwing some bullshit at me, so telling me some, whatever they telling me, I just be like, that's just his insecurities talking. And mm-hmm. I just walk away. Just gotta be calm, yeah. you know? Be water, my friend. <laughs> yeah, man, 100%. <laughs> If you start getting emotional, that's that's usually where everything starts falling apart. So the more calm you can be in those situations, the more rationally you can think or behave or react to whatever is going to come towards you. you have anything else to add to that? No, I think I cover them all. Once again, like learning to fight is one of those, it's the ace on the sleeve that you always want to have. You don't need to show off. You don't need to like, you know, get to the to the highest belt, go in competitions, whatever. It's just something that is a skill that you need to have. Right. Yeah, for sure. And again, it doesn't. So now we can maybe talk about a little bit about like what we can do, right? So we talked in the past what type of uh, martial arts you can use or you can train. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the fundamental ones are like you know the most foundational ones that you can do. <laughs> Things like jujitsu. That's that's something that I practiced for a little while. Very useful, very practical. Helps you just control situations as opposed to you know escalating. Wrestling is another one. Uh, then you have the striking ones like kickboxing, boxing, Muay Thai. Like these are the ones that are have been. These are the the, the fighting styles that you usually see in uh, MMA, right? And these are the ones that are usually the most effective. Which is not to say, you know, something like Taekwondo or karate isn't effective, but to a certain degree, like if you put a guy that has been training karate his whole life, as opposed to a guy that's only been doing jujitsu his whole life, unless that karate guy can get get the, the job done right away, if that guy, if that jujitsu guy gets a hold of his body, it's over because he can dominate him, he can control him. So. Yeah, absolutely. The thing is that the, the beauty about jujitsu, in my opinion, is that you're not wasting as much energy as you're doing with karate because remember our bodies if you, especially if you're not that type of person who's fit in the sense that you can go long periods of running long periods of doing cardio you are going to get higher and what jiu-jitsu is is pretty much like keys you know like yabes to like block his move like your opponent's movement and use his force against himself so that's something that I do maybe one day I want I want to try jiu-jitsu. But I think mixed martial arts will do for me, especially because I'm short. And mm-hmm. what if somebody is taller than me? Like, ah, me trying to reach. So yeah, that, that <laughs> goes to like it it might be, it might be, jiu-jitsu. Yeah, it might, it might um, be. Whereas... Also women, right? So women usually, you know, you're not, most of the time you're not going to find a woman that's going to be able to compete with a man in terms of just striking. All right. Men usually have longer limbs, stronger arms, upper body, etc. Mm-hmm. So, where a woman can actually, you know, surpass a guy is by being able to dominate his body, manipulate him, let him throw his punches, and you kind of bob and weave. You can 
again, use his body weight, use his momentum against them. And there, well, you don't have to have the most amount of strength. You don't have to be stronger than him. You just have to be able to, one, outlast them in terms of endurance and just wait for that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of um, women that practice jujitsu and nine times out of 10, not 10 times out of 10, if they go up against a guy that doesn't know anything or knows very little of jujitsu, the guy's not going to be able to do anything. And if the guy's just like completely going out, all out, you know, mm-hmm. like just throwing haymakers, just trying to strike, if she knows what she's doing, she can easily dodge that and then control the situation. So, yeah. yeah that definitely me agree with you. Haven't thought about that, but yeah, you're right. Because uh, Jiu-Jitsu is mainly using his own force against himself. But no, that's that's an interesting one. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like yes, I agree. Jiu-Jitsu is one of the effective ones in mixed martial arts. So just the combinations between you know everything, it's really good as well to know for self-defense. Mm-hmm. And I agree that karate is might not be the most effective because karate is mainly for competitions. And stuff like that. It looks cool, though. It looks, it does definitely cool. But, you know, it's mainly about what you call the, um, the katas. Anything else to add up? No, that's it. Uh, I would just say, like, if you're looking for somewhere to start, just literally Google any location that's near you. You can search up uh, jujitsu schools, mixed martial arts schools around me. Mm-hmm. Or, if, you know, you want to jump into karate or taekwondo, you can search those up. Um, obviously, now with the whole pandemic and all this is going to be a little rough to uh, do anything. So if you can't even do that, if you can't go to the studios, literally just find some person or some personalities on YouTube and look at uh, self-defense videos or things like our striking videos, man, what was this? I forgot this guy's name. Fight tips. Maybe that was his name on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Really cool guy. He has trained pretty much every form of martial arts. Um, usually he, the way he trains and the, and the people that he talks to are usually high level people in the, in the competitive scene of uh, MMA and UFC. So yeah, fight tips, I think is the, the person on YouTube and um, there's a bunch of other people. So it's not like you just, you're not limited So go out, search and try to learn something new. And then yeah. eventually, especially the join school. No, I will say, especially if you're a woman, knowing having this will be definitely an advantage over overall. And it's exercise, right? So, like, if you don't like working out, this can make this can be your workouts. Yeah, you do that two to three times a week. And that's it. And most of the time, you're gonna enjoy doing it because you get to because you're dominating. You're dominating <laughs> the guys, right? <laughs> uh, no. Well, I mean, like any any martial arts, honestly, it's just like you know throwing punches, getting all the stress out. It's it's fucking good. Feels good. That's all. All right. So let's move on to the last, to the next topic, which is fitness. How can you go without eating? Um, so having no food, how long do you think we can, our bodies, human bodies can resist without food? We talked about yesterday about water. We conclude that water, it's pretty, pretty essential in our bodies and we can not survive no more than six days. Three days, three to, three to, three three to seven, days. I think. Yeah, three, yeah, around that number. So now what about food? So that one, yeah. So that's going to be dependent on the person. But usually I would say on average, you can probably survive anywhere from about two weeks to maybe, oh, shit, man, it really just depends on the person. If they're extremely overweight, they can go a long time. Uh, there was a study that was following this guy 
that literally fasted for a whole year. So he didn't eat any food for a whole year. All he did was consume the, the essential minerals, you know, potassium, magnesium, vitamins, making sure that all this other stuff was leveled off, but no food. And he dropped all the weight and he didn't have any loose skin, which is usually one of the side effects of losing a lot of weight. If you go from really heavy to lightweight, right? You usually have a lot of loose skin. He didn't have any of that. Uh, his skin kind of just tightened up along with the fat loss. So that was pretty cool. So, you know, it can be anywhere from about like one to two weeks to literally like a year. Oh, wow. Yeah, but, uh, according to Google, it's 21 days. Three weeks. 21 days. I think A is when you start, <laughs> you start feeling the effects at 21 when you're, you, you. No, nah, man, I would, I mean, if you're not used to it, you'll feel like literally after the first 24 hours. No, definitely. Like even after like, like when we did that one week because we went one week five uh, five fasting. days yeah five days uh fasting and i mean I, pretty, I, i felt good i mean but we were taking the minerals we were drinking right. water at so first it was a roller coaster but once your body kind of gets used to it making sure yep. you're taking your minerals real sad, man. no issues doable yeah so you know food it is important but it's not as essential as water if we think about because food You can get minerals or you can survive without even really like getting any food. Oh, here's the thing. Here's the cool thing. What the is body it? is very resourceful. Mm -hmm. And the reason why we end up needing, we don't end up needing food as much as water is simply because your body starts breaking itself down. Mm -hmm. We talked about last time that your body starts finding water from anything that is available to it. So in terms of organs, uh, anything that it has within its system, it can drain water from. Mm -hmm. And that'll happen relatively quickly. But your body has a much more supply or has a bigger supply of just calories in its system. So you have muscle, you have body fat, you have intramuscular fat, intracellular fat rather. So your body can use these things as a way to replenish itself in terms of using minerals if you're not giving it that. But water, water, it can only do so much. Because we need a lot of water. And if you're not drinking it, that's going to be a problem. But food, we can get away from a little for a little while, not forever. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. They're both essential to our survival. That's why we do agriculture. But whereas uh, this is something that, you know, I just came up with. How, like, remember how we, you mentioned about how food can be recre recreated or be artificially mm -hmm. created? So regardless of like that plan is whatever we go, we can recreate food, we can create plants, crops, et cetera, et cetera. The, and even meat nowadays that uh, we have the, for example, Beyond Meat or Infinity Meat or whatever. It tastes like meat, but it has like similar protein and et cetera. We can recreate this. But can we do that with water? Creating water? Mm -hmm. I mean, We could probably just say that it's a matter of time, honestly. I mean, think about it. Water is one of those essential components that brings about life, right? Right. Like the reason why we can't, like, have life on Mars is, well, one, there's no water there. Or there's no water that we can see, visibly. Mm -hmm. um, water usually supports life. So I would say eventually at some point we probably might be too. I mean, it's a chemical formula, right? We just have to be able to replicate that. Well, a lot of people have tried it, and there's even 
and not somewhere in the Middle East, one of the countries, I'm not sure which country it is, they actually have a, a machine that, that divides the salt and water from the ocean. That's mm -hmm. something that they have been uh, one of the biggest possibilities of how we can recreate this. But until that happens to like a bigger scale, water is one of those resources that eventually we're gonna run out. But whereas food, we can always just recreate it in a lab, always just artificially create it. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I you could say like right now, the only thing we do with the water we drink is literally just recycle it, right? We drink it. We drink we, it, we recycle it, yeah. We recycle it, we pee, and then we have a system that just cleans out all that water, and then we get it fed right back to us. Yeah, but we don't get to drink that. It's mainly just for the utilities. And even to, like, I feel like, and even for, like, the rec recreation of the crops and the labs, we are going to need water to even do that. Oh, of course. There's no <laughs> way. How, how, there's a lot of our stuff is powered by water. What's it called? What's that form of creating electricity using currents of waves? Mm, no idea, bro. I'm not a physics man. It usually happens in a dam, like a, you know, ah. a big body of water in a dam. A dam of water? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what Hydroponics, they, that's, maybe? That's no, because of no. pressure, though. But still, like a lot of that is due to water, right? That's, uh, that's only oh, yeah. happening because of water. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. All right. So well, in any case, there's a lot of yeah, let's move on to the yeah. to the next topic uh, i'm actually curious about this one uh it's red ocean versus blue oceans we're just talking about water talking about ocean why do you mean this uh term on the financial sector mm -hmm. so this is a concept that i came across i'm not sure if it was a youtube video or or something but um this is more related to kind of entrepreneurship and marketing so the concepts of red ocean and blue oceans, <clears throat> they come up in the form of you trying to create something for the market. And when I mean the market, I just mean like the general market, like people that buy stuff and sell stuff, right? So when it comes to red oceans, that's usually a market where there isn't much competition. It's very, it's unique. It's something nobody is really doing. Very little people are trying to do it. So I would take, for example, look at like uh, Tesla and Elon Musk, right? Not very many people were trying to do that before. Actually, nobody, honestly. Um, and if they were, they were failing all the time because it would require a lot of money in order to make that work. And eventually he made it work. And now look at him. He's the richest man on the planet. Or the second one. He's going back and forth between one and two. Um, so that's that's a red ocean. You're creating a product, you're advertising something in a market where there's no competition, as opposed to a blue ocean where there is a lot of competition. You're trying to essentially just, I wouldn't say recreate the wheel, but you're, you're trying to do something that a lot of people are trying to do. So an idea of that now would be like e-commerce, right? There's a lot of people that are trying to get into e-commerce. There's a lot of people trying to replicate e-commerce, be a better e-commerce system, Right, so you have things like a Shopify or an Etsy or an Amazon. Over in China, you have an Alibaba or there's a bunch of them, honestly. So Blue Ocean is pretty much a market that already exists, a market that it's already out there. A lot right? of competition. 
Uh, there is competition. Uh, there's vast competition on it. The red ocean is a more riskier sector. It's a little more like inventing things. Outside of th- mm-hmm. thinking outside the box. Think about oh, like that. Perfect. Okay. I feel like nowadays we barely get to see the red box or the red ocean. I mean, you know what? Think about it. Like most of the things that we have at the moment, most of the things that I see around me, it's something that it was improved. For example, the cell phone, the telephone that we have, well, it was a recreation or an improvement to the telegraph. Mm-hmm. Then the iPhone, or actually even just a phone, it was betterment of the landline. An iPhone was a betterment of the phones that, you know, remember those Androids with the buttons? Or like yeah. those previous Blackberries. Android, they were just like buttons. I remember having one. Blackberries. Of you ever had a Blackberry? I had a Blackberry, um, but I had, a, you know, the Nokia with the little screen, yeah. the one that you only play Snake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those, like, imagine how like things were evolving, right? So things evolve, and companies, that's what they do. Like, how can I reinvent this without really creating a new meaning to it? Because they they have the same purpose, they have the same functionality, pretty much, but they create a new product. Whereas the red ocean, it's a little bit more, think, like you say, thinking outside the box and not really like understanding it clearly what is going to happen. All right. So I, got, I got a better one for you. So mm-hmm. going with that, uh, the, the form of like uh, telecommunications and kind of entertainment, right? So first uh, we started off with like landlines and telegraphs. And then eventually we were able to transition to like radios, right? Radio frequencies. And then we were able to transition to TVs, right? And, you know, satellite. And then now we're transitioning over into the internet, right? So these are all different levels of innovation of communication where they were totally red ocean uh, ideas because none of them, they all had a like a vague uh, concept as to what they were trying to do, but like nothing was solidified before that, before that point, right? So that's a better way to explain it. I see, I see. Okay. So it's not really like a new, new idea. It's just reinventing something. It could be a brand new idea, but it's more of like there's no competition there. Nobody's Mm -hmm. trying to do this. Nobody's really thinking about this or nobody wants to try to do something like this because it's too risky. Got it. But well, even Elon Musk, like when it comes to Tesla, he didn't really invent electric cars. Because if you look back on the history books, uh, electric cars, they were an uh, experiment back in the days. They were an option. They were the cheaper option. The reason why it didn't uh, move forward is because it was going to impact the oil, oil market. Mm-hmm. And guess who controlled, you know, like lobbying the government to... News, media, advertisement. Yeah, they, the, big, the, big, the big corporates, they were like, no, that's going to affect us. Don't pass it along cancel those experiments and they cancel the, the electric cars. Look it up. Cause I remember learning about this. No, that would make sense. Right? Like something mm-hmm. like that happened with uh, Nikolai Tesla, right? Mm-hmm. So there's always, there's always somebody in power that doesn't like the status quo to be challenged. So they just make sure that the, the competition doesn't even get started. And then, you know, we stay with the same old technology that's only driven to make profit as opposed to, driving innovation, pushing for more, trying to actually advance the human species. 
Well, absolutely. I think um, that's something that I definitely admire about Elon Musk is that he never, well, he did it for profit in a sense that he's, he was going to reinvest those profits into backing his car company or into SpaceX, which is still he privately owned. SpaceX is not a public company. Therefore, he's still that his dream, like literally, if he goes bankrupt. It's, it's, That's his big thing. Yeah. He wants to go to Mars. Everything else is just to fund that. It's a, it's a means to an end, you know? Pretty much. That's what it should be. Okay. That covers that. Uh, when it comes to news today, markets were closed. There's not much happening. Uh, we're going to see how the markets react this week on the terms mm-hmm. of the, pres- the president being initiated on Wednesday, uh, tomorrow. <laughs> but yes. Nah, bro, you already fucked it up. No, no I didn't. That was that. Yeah, you said the markets were closed. This is the second pocket. The markets were closed. Oh, my God, my bad. Yesterday, they were closed. Today, <laughs> they're going to be open. Anyways, let's not confuse you. Uh, we will catch up tomorrow. Do you have any last words? for our- No, man. Um, just, you know, enjoy your week. Stay safe. Don't do anything crazy. Um, wait until the weekend if you want to start drinking and exercise. Don't be, don't be fat. Facts. Get, get those gains. Eat healthy and stay positive. No? All right. All right. Peace out. Peace out. What the f*** is we doing?